good day. It is Tuesday, June 6, 2021. I mean, 2023. <laughs> Welcome to the first day of June together. Last week it was still in May. April, May, June. So here we are. We are about two weeks out of summer. And also when summer starts, it will also begin the cancer season, which will be June 20th, 21st. So right now on June 6th, on this Tuesday, the moon is in Capricorn. The sun is in Gemini until June 21st. Mercury is in Taurus until June 11th, which is this Sunday, I believe. And then Venus has moved into Leo on June the 5th and it will be there to October. And then Mars is in Cancer from March 25th until June 20th. Jupiter is in Taurus until May 25th, 2024. And then Saturn entered Pisces on March 7th, 2023. It will be there until May 24th, 2025. Uranus has been in Taurus since, um, well, wow, it's going to be there until April 25th, 2026. Neptune's been in Pisces for a while and will be there until March 30th, 2025. And then Pluto has just recently gone into Aquarius. And this Sunday on June the 11th, it will be moving back, because right now it is retrograde, it will be moving back into Capricorn on June 11th until October 10th. And then it's going to move back into Aquarius again. Then it's going to go back into Capricorn again until November. So then finally, Pluto will remain in Aquarius from November 2025 until 2042. So this is a big deal right now. All the astrologists and the self-taught astrologists like me at Astro Podcast underscore pod underscore cast Astro Pod underscore cast, and I am Jody Sharami, also at Jody Boots. Um, the big deal with all the astrologists um, that I have curated on my um, subscription page uh, on Astro Podcast on YouTube page. If you go look, I have curated some astrologers that I watch and I keep collecting more uh, people that resonate with me, the way they speak about astrology as a daily tool to get through our moods and figure out why we act a certain way. Even as astrologists, uh, they're not perfect and I've been learning about astrology for about 30, 35 years. I read articles, I read books, um, I study people, I study things, I read the card book, I read numerology books, I read about crystals, I read about Reiki, about all these things. And I've come to focus on astrology as the tool that I want to use to communicate with you how I have been raising my children. Uh, my oldest is now 27, and there's a 27-year-old, I have four sons, 27-year-old, 25, 23, and a 12-year-old, soon to be a teenager. This month he is a Gemini, um, and the son's a Gemini. So 
It's not, I'm not perfect. Astrology just helps me to communicate to my children um, what I think will get through to them, how they communicate, and what works for us in communicating. And some of my children are like me. And a lot of times, the child that reflects back to you who you are, um, you tend to have a little bit more of a push and pull dynamic. Uh, so once you figure that out, it helps a lot to speak to your children, you know, in such a way that things get understood. Not on a surface level, but on a deep platonic Pluto way where we dig deep and I guess you can say that as a mom uh, when I'm communicating as my Mercury's in Leo I communicate like my son which is Leo my son's in Leo my Mercury's in Leo my Jupiter's in Leo and um, so I've learned from a new astrologist I found yesterday through a seminar that Suzanne Gerber is doing she's awesome to follow her Suzanne Gerber she has a Facebook page and she brought on Deborah. Um, can't remember her last name right now, but she uh, studies mostly Saturn, uh, the big planet that takes 30 years to move. You you get your first Saturn return at seven years old, when you go into first grade, second grade, and you're away from mommy, daddy, and you gotta be an adult, a mini adult on your own, figure out the world. And then your second Saturn return when you're 36 to 37, which is, I'm through that one. Now my next one will be when I'm 67-ish. And Saturn return is a good good thing. It helps your career. It helps you be more focused on your career and just your reputation and your work and your legacy. So it's all a good thing. So anyways, even astrologists, we uh can hear what they say and they're not perfect i'm not perfect uh, but i am wanted to announce today that i am now open to consultations i've had a couple of friends um have personal consultations with me and um and i feel ready to be able to help you if you have issues around mood swings uh communicating with your children and the thing about astrology is that you really need your chart to know what's going on with you personally because when you read it and read it online or whatever for your sign a lot of times it might not resonate with you so these are things we can talk about if you're interested you can shoot me a message anywhere you want um, on Anchor, you can send me a voicemail if you want. Um, on YouTube, you can write something in the comments. Um, on Instagram, you can send me a message or talk to me right there. Twitter, you can also send me a message. I'm out at, at Jody Boots um, or at Astropod underscore cast on Instagram and YouTube. But anyways, let's get back to this week. The headline of this week is that Venus moved into Leo yesterday. <laughs> Being a Leo, I love things, creature uh, comforts. And with Mercury and Taurus, um, mentally, I'm really into watching YouTube videos right now about living off-grid, uh, glamping, 
um, beautiful gardens because I'm trying to get my garden going outside, which I share pictures of that on Instagram a lot. So take a look there. And um, so now that Venus is in Leo, uh, it's really about because Leo is ruled by the sun. So now Venus is ruled by ego. So Venus, like everything else, has a good and bad side, right? Too much Venus. Um, um, as one of the astrologers I watch today, Cam White, he's on YouTube. He's awesome. He's a young guy. He's very animated. Um, he was saying today how Venus also has a dark side, just like everything. Good, bad, you know, upside, downside. And Venus's dark side is Pluto because we are at the nodes right now. Uh, Taurus ruled by Venus. South node ruled by Scorpio right now, which is ruled by Mars, who's also in Leo. And Pluto, who is in Aquarius, opposite of Leo, getting ready to move back into Capricorn. So Venus rules the north node right now, and Pluto's ruling the south node right now because of Scorpio, right? So with Venus moving into Leo, just like when Mars moved into Leo, it became opposite of Pluto in Aquarius, Leo's opposite sign or partner sign. A lot of times opposites make really good partners because they're magnetic, they're magnetized to each other, okay? So with um, Venus having an opposition to Pluto, who is the deep, deep, deep dive person who is intense. And when they walk into a room, they can be very intimidating, uh, not purposefully, it's just they have a presence about them. They are Scorpio, right? So with Venus here in Leo opposed to Pluto, we are feeling the need to look deeply into ourselves what it is we value, what do we really want? Is it worth it? Is it something that's supposed to be ours? If it is, it will come to us, right? So these are the things that go on and on right now this week that we're all gonna really be wondering about. And this week with the Capricorn moon ruling yesterday and today, and then tomorrow Aquarius moon ruling Wednesday, Thursday into Friday, then Friday night, Pisces moves in to Saturday, and then Sunday, and then we get into Aries moon. And the next time I'm back, the moon will be in Taurus, I believe. Okay? So with, with the moon visiting the outer planet, the planets are ruled by the outer planets, Capricorn is very practical and detached, and so is Aquarius. So this week, our emotions are detached and geared towards working, especially with others with the moon in Aquarius. And so with that coming into play, Venus moving into Leo, opposing Pluto, we're really being asked right now, how, how does the outer world influence who we are? Are we being true to ourselves? Or are we doing things, pleasing others? Are we putting things on our posts that we know other people will like, but maybe not who we really represent? And it's hard to explain that um, besides what I said. So I think a lot of times uh, 
a new show just came on HBO yesterday, and I'll, I'll let you know that that is that show is totally exploring what the cosmos wants us to explore right now. It's called The Idol, and it's on HBO Max. And the weekend, the pop singer is on as a character, and he's not—he's not playing the weekend. He's playing another character. And then um, Johnny Depp's daughter uh, is the lead. Rose Depp is her last name. Rose Depp, and um, she's awesome. And, and the character is loosely based on a, a pop star like Britney Spears or anyone else that you can think of that's a pop star who's young. And really when you look at Pluto opposing that Venus, um, that's, that's the questions that you want to ask yourself. What am I willing to do for fame or for money? What is it that I value most? Is it my integrity? The being that I am, knowing right from wrong, because the devil is in all of us and an angel. What is it that I really want to be known for? Um, I can live in infamy in many ways. You know, you can be infamous or you can be famous, right? And some people like Hitler are infamous for being totally prejudiced against everything and then you know you have the other side of fame where you have uh, Mother Teresa who who is a nun that gave up her life to help the poor in India and so you have you have you have various also values and stages of what it is you value what what I value is different than what you value and so how does the Aquarius come in here how how are you being um polarized or um, falling into a false sense of your idol uh, that they're more than they are you know like people online will defend their idol and even threaten your life if you speak badly about someone that they totally revere you know and there's huge followings of people now uh, for pop stars and all kinds of things, you know, and I I understand the 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 thing that you feel for that, right? For fame or whatever, for money, for a private jet or a yacht, you know. I get that. So these are the things you would be asking yourself, which is what the show The Idol is asking themselves. So. On Tuesday, with the moon here, we are very practical and we're getting our work done, which is true. With summer being here now, I de I'm definitely so busy in the morning with my kids and my gardening um, that my podcast will start coming out later in the evening on Tuesdays, uh, like around 5 or 7 uh, Central Time. I'm, I want to try 5 Central Time every Tuesday and I'll... Uh, I will really try. And then uh, on Wednesday, oh, and also another announcement. I will, I will be making more little films on uh, videos and podcasts about little movements or important movements that are happening. Like this week, Venus going into Leo is a big deal. It's going to be there for five months and it's going to retrograde for three of them. 
And so when Leo goes in there, there's going to be all kinds of meeting that Leo, that Venus and Leo has with other planets so that it's going to really affect us. So I'm waiting for some astrologers to come on and talk about that so I can get a sense of what's happening since I'm a Leo. I have a sense already that Venus, when it goes to retrograde in Leo later on, it's kind of going to be a good thing for a lot of us if we are hung up on certain things that we need to go as planned, right? So that's what we've been talking about this whole year anyways, is that be ready, be ready, be ready for things to change on time. And then on Wednesday, things start to get a little crazy with the sun in Gemini, the moon in Aquarius. It's going to have a meetup with some planets on Wednesday where it's going to be a little bit um, um, up in the air. A lot of up in the air things on Wednesday. So get ready for that. And then Thursday, the moon's still in Aquarius. You're going to be... Uh, uh, you're going to... You, 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 when the moon's in Aquarius, you want to be yourself. You want to be all that you are that makes you who you are. What makes you unique compared to another person that might even look like you. Why are you different than that person, right? So when the moon's in Aquarius on... Uh, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're going to have that chance. And so that's why on Wednesday, things could get a little surprising because Aquarius, again, is um, things happen quick with Aquarius, right? So your emotions could be going, bye, hi, bye. And then Thursday, Moon in Aquarius is going to have a little spat with Uranus and Taurus. So... This transit, expect a heightened sense of unpredictability and an urge for personal freedom and innovation, according to astrologyanswers.com. And then Friday, Pisces moon moves in, which is my moon. So with my moon here, I'll tell you now, your mind's going to change constantly. Uh, you don't know sometimes how you feel. Uh, all, all you have to know is that Moon and Pisces people like me, the happiest moments for us are when we're laughing and crying at the same time. That's who we are. We want to laugh and cry at the same time. It made us so, it made us so happy. We cried and we were also laughing out of joy and then we want to cry. So, uh, Pisces is the ultimate, um, mutable emotional sign ego sign most mutable most most likely to be um duped lied to abused uh most likely moon and pisces become addicts um so there's all or become artists which is the choice you should choose um, so on that day, on Saturday, is going to be a big mashup because it's the last moon, it's the last quarter moon in Pisces, so we're heading towards the new moon. And then Sunday, Aries moon moves in, and our passion and excitement, we're encouraged to follow our passion, be creative, explore, and, and enthusiastic about life. So that is the Aries moon moving in on Sunday. After Friday and Saturday, feeling a little bit, I don't know what I like. I, I like that. That's one of my favorites. But that's also one of my favorites. 
And then Aries Moon comes, okay, that's enough. Just decide, just pick one. Let's go, let's move, let's get it all going. So that's what happens with Aries Moon people. They could be a little, a little uh, off the cuff, uh, say things that might be a little jarring at times, Aries people, moon, sun, rising, but they mean well because they're fire signs and they're, uh, they're, cap they're, uh, they're cardinal signs. So being a cardinal sign, uh, Aries people really want to uh, lead uh, and start things and let's go, let's go. So that's how you're going to feel Sunday, Monday until Tuesday. And then I'll be back next Tuesday. Um, I think I covered most things. I know Sunday that uh, Pluto's moving back into Capricorn. And when Pluto does that, it's going to go back and look at the past. Because it was sitting there for 18 years or 15 years, something like that. It was there for a while. So it wants to go back and make sure that when they moved out of their house, Pluto, that they picked up everything. You know, now they're going back in and making sure the house is uh, fixed up and they don't have to pay any rental fees for harming the walls or, you know, leaving trash behind. So that's what Pluto's going to do in Capricorn. And Capricorn um, rules institutions and we're already feeling this power of Pluto in that... When we say institutions, we also mean like buildings and bridges, you know, infrastructure. Things that things that we need to survive is what Saturn's about, right? The great the great father, right? He wants to make sure we're taken care of, right? So the other day, uh, the dam in Ukraine broke and 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 it could possibly harm the nuclear facility there, the largest one in Europe. And so that's plutonium energy, um, nuclear power is plutonium energy. And the water coming in can be this Neptune water coming in this weekend. And with that moon and Neptune coming in this weekend and the dam breaking and the waters flooding and they're still fighting each other for that precious fertile land that Ukraine has. Uh, they're really fighting for that. So I wouldn't be surprised if this weekend something kind of blows up there more. Uh, as China and the U.S. play chess in the Pacific Rim, uh, as China wants to claim that Taiwan belongs to them, uh, whereas Taiwan are rebels, like the U.S. are rebels away from England, uh, so is Taiwan <clears throat> from China. Oh, excuse me. And so when we see this happening, again, the Pacific is water. And we're in the water year, the year of the water rabbit. And as an Asian, um, with that is the luckiest year in the Chinese or Asian calendar. Um, so... With this going on, there's a lot of tension. So I'll leave you with that, and I'll be back next week to talk about more stuff. And I'll send out some. I'll send out a video this week. To talk more about this stuff. Okay. 
I appreciate you and I'll be back. All right. I, I really hope you come and subscribe and like my stuff. Leave a comment. See if you want to come have a consultant cons consultation with me. I know some of my friends, uh, if you want to, that I've talked to, connect with me and we will talk more about what we've talked about before with each other. And, um, and I'm not charging anyone uh, as of now. If I get busy, I might have to, but right now I would love to talk to you and it's such an important time that we really should connect, okay? I appreciate you. Bye.